the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. There's great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. There's amazing new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings if you want to cash out in as fast as two hours. And how fun is it to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay? Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in presented by FanDuel on that homepage. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. And welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Break out the Harry Potter brooms, baby. Clean sweep on a LeBron Taco Tuesday. Nailed, hammered the Celtics over the Bucks, and they did the same to them in real life. Took the Grizzlies plus two as hard as it was. Put them in a cheeky little plus 210 parlay. Celtics to win, Grizzlies to win. And we have cashed seven of our last eight games against the spread in the NBA going back to the first round. All picks posted on Action Network. Do not forget to follow me there. I am 25, 11, and 1 in my last seven days up just shy of 16 units. Welcome in to another episode. Your host, Alex Monaco here. Again, Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco, iTunes, Spotify. Much love to all listening. Please subscribe, rate, review goes a long way. Thank you so much for being back with us. And I'm going to do what we did that cashed and should have been a clean sweep on Monday's episode because I feel just as strongly about it. And this is the play that I'm dancing with. We took the Suns. We took the Heat in a lock of the day on Monday, both to win on the money line. And it was around minus 112. Well, you can do the same thing again today. And we are staring down the barrel of just a little, a little more juice, but we're getting ultimately the same line against the spread. It's minus eight and minus six for the Heat and the Suns as two teams that are favored at home. And I'm going to take the Suns 
and the Heat to win game two on the money line as we get into our lock of the day. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. It pays around minus 133. I'm willing to swallow the juice. I'm willing to do what we have to do to get a W. I was on double results, and I'm talking about that in a second in the degenerate special section, which was both teams to win the half and win the game. Let's start out with the Phoenix Suns and talk about what this team did. Led by Aiton with 25, D-Book with 23, Paul with 19 and 5, Bridges gave you double digits, Crowder gave you double digits, and how about Cam Johnson off the bench with 17 on three of six threes, and Payne with a humble best night of his humble second playoff run here with the Suns with nine points, and they smoked them. Now, you can say that this was an almost backdoor cover, but this was a 17-point lead before the humble 25-point fourth quarter on 28% shooting and 12.5% from three. All right, so they still won 121-114. And what I'm encouraged about is that Luca had 45 on 15-30 to 30 shooting. 45. Kleber was 5 of 8 from three which I highly doubt will happen again. Finney gave you, Finney Smith gave you a normal 15. Brunson and Dinwiddie did not have good games, 13 and eight. You looked at Jalen Brunson's game and you said, oh, well, he came back down to earth a little bit. But the Suns led in almost every statistical category in this game. All right, they out-assisted him 27 to 16, really outboarded him 51 to 36, more blocks, steals and turnovers were just about even. But this team shot better from the field, better from three and better from the charity stripe. I don't see how we don't get the same exact result in game two. This Suns team, four and one against the spread in their last five playoff games as favorites. They know how to cover as favorites. You look at the matchups, which is what these games come down to. This isn't even close to the length that they had to face against the Pelicans. Do you know how lengthy Ingram, Herb Jones, even Jackson Hayes inside the the paint. It is such a different story with Aiton on the block. All right. Powell and Kleber can't stop them. They can only hope to contain them. Luca, I don't particularly pin as a very good defender. They're really missing Timmy Hardaway right now for extra points from beyond the three. And they're going to live and die with their three-point shooting. And this is a team that plays excellent defense that gave up 121 with ease. And Devin Booker was only seven for 20 from the field. So, yes, the role players stepped up like we envisioned, but I don't see how this Dallas team can slow down this Suns team because what Luka does so well, which let the whole pace of the game revolve around his style, Chris Paul does the same thing, except Chris Paul's been around the block a few more times. I feel insanely confident saying that the Suns are going to win game two. I'm avoiding the spread because of that sick, almost Dinwiddie corner three that almost had the Mavs covering when they had no business covering. But they haven't beaten the Phoenix Suns people, last thing I'll say, in 10 games. 10 games. Phoenix, even before Chris Paul, they've covered 16 of their last 20 against them. They're 0-10 in their last 10 against the Suns. I think this team is 
showing their chemistry, showing their trust in one another. They're so grateful to have Booker back and getting through that first round series. This series may be even easier on a lot of levels, matchup wise, than the first series. Not saying Dallas isn't capable of winning a couple, making it a 4 2, maybe goes to seven series, but I don't see it happening. I see the Suns taking control going up 2 0. More of the same from game one. Give me Phoenix on the money line. Now let's talk about this Heat Sixers team matchup. <sighs> James Harden just wasn't the guy. Five of 13 shooting 16 points is not going to get it done. Tobias Harris is your leading scorer with 27. You got problems. You got problems. Maxi had 19 on six of 15. That's not going to be enough. And this heat team is, it's, it's a hashtag heat culture for good reason. All right. Adebayo gave you a double dub. Jimmy had 15 and nine. That's a humble night. Tucker gave you 10. Vincent gave you 10. And then Hero gave you 25 off the bench. They only hit nine threes as a team. And they still, still smoked them and covered the seven and a half with ease. And shooting only 43% from the field, that's, that's below what the Miami Heat normally hit in terms of their pay grade. If Doc Rivers is going to start DeAndre Jordan, only played 17 minutes, and he was a minus 22 in point differential when he was on the court. If they're going to start DJ again, which Doc already said they are, oh my gosh, this is ugly. This is going to be ugly. And this Miami Heat team, and I'm going to talk about it as I segue into it, they are so much better coached in terms of their roles on this team because they've been doing it all season. This is no knock to Doc Rivers when it comes to them still kind of figuring out their feet under them. This is a James Harden situation and experiment. They haven't even played 30 games together yet. So without Embiid, they're dealing with a new set of trials and trips. Meanwhile, this Heat team, I mean, Duncan Robinson wasn't even in the game in game one. Lowry wasn't even in the game in game one. And they handle them no problem because everybody knows their role. They know the personality and the heartbeat, the heat beat of this team. So I'm taking the heat tonight over the Sixers with conviction. I think this lock of the day is a hook, line, and book it. Let's segue into my parlay. I'm going Suns double result again. I'm going heat double result. Heat minus 175, Suns minus 140. This parlay pays plus 169. We should have hit this with ease last game on Monday. All right, this heat team scored two points in the final four plus minutes for 40 of the second quarter, two points of the last 440. And they only lost a half by one. It came down to a James make and a Jimmy should have been fouled. No call for them to not be up. And then they went out and they did what they do, which is a Spolstra Belichick asked halftime adjustments and came back and smoked them. All right. They even had, Two points in a four-minute stretch in the fourth, and they still won by double digits. Two stretches of four minutes. Eight minutes in this game, they had four points, and they won by over 10. And then you look at what the Suns team did. The Suns team was up 
by 10 after the first quarter. After the first quarter. And they're quite frankly coming out with the exact energy and the exact enthusiasm that you would want to. And that's 35 points scored, 25 points against. Outscored them by three points in the second quarter. More of the same, up 13 and a half. Heat won the first quarter 30-22. And they were outscored in the second, but they won three or four quarters. We're dealing with a Heat team that is just under plus five points in halftime points for, for against differential. That's top five in this postseason. And it's the same exact situation for the Suns. Top five in that same category. One of the better teams, both these two teams I mentioned to you in the first game are statistically ahead of them in points per game in the first quarter and halftime on the season and in the playoffs. Dallas plays better when they're down by a lot. Philly plays with their food all the time. We got well-coached and well-coached. And this Heat team is second defense of points per game giving up. They're giving up just under over 95 points per game. 95 points per game in the first several games and outings in this playoffs. Every game went under in the Hawks series, the total, because of the defense. Same thing by design in game one against Philly. They're going to rough up Harden. They're going to make the young and Maxi really work. Okay, they'll live with the bias Harris, giving him 27, and he's not 27 every game guy. They're going to need help from everyone, and I don't think they're there yet. I think this locker room is demoralized that their heart and soul of this team, Joel Embiid, is out right now. I do think they can go back to Philly and make it a series. As far as tonight, I got the Heat culture winning the half, winning the game, and I got the Suns winning the half, winning the game, plus 169 on your local fan duel shop. And let's wrap up with a prop. Let's talk about DeAndre Ayton. I'm on two props tonight, all right? I like him on a double-dub, a little bit of juice, and I like him over 29.5 points and boards at minus 115, and it's a 30-piece he could easily hit. All right, he now has scored 20-plus points in six consecutive Suns Game 1 series, coming out the gate with 25. Put up eight boards, which I know we're we're leaning for a double-double here, but how about this? He scored 13-plus boards in four of his last five appearances with the Dallas Mavericks. 13-plus in four of the last five rebounds. Again, Kleber Powell, they don't have the size to move him around and get him off his game. 51 rebounds for the Suns in game one. All right, this Mavericks team was a 24th ranked team in the regular season in rebound. 24th, Suns top 10. Suns top 10. How about this? In the playoffs, the Dallas Mavericks are averaging 37 rebounds a game of the 16 teams, the Sweet 16, the dance in the playoffs. Only the Nets were a worse rebounding team. 15th out of 16th and 14th in defensive rebound. Aiton's going to swallow them up tonight again. Don't get it twisted. 13-plus boards and four of his last five against Dallas. 
and what he's done points-wise in game one and in game one's period in the last five, I feel comfortable giving out over 29 and a half. I think that's very, very achievable. And that is just a humble minus 115 juice. So that's how we dance on a Wednesday. I will make picks against the spread. I'm going to sit on it throughout the day. All my picks are on Action Network. But what I feel best about is giving the Suns and the Heat on a money line parlay and the Suns to win by half and the Heat to win by half and both win the game. And that pays just under two to one at plus 169. And D. Aiton eats again. This is Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Thank you for tuning in again. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. I will be making all my plays on Action Network, the app. Also, follow me on Twitter, Alex Monaco, and Instagram, Moneyline Monaco. Also on that same username on TikTok. Shout to Brums on the ones and twos. And as always, don't forget to hug your mothers. We'll see you soon. Ta-ta real smooth. volume.